It's Mankato's Talk of the Town, connecting the community on News Sports Talk KTOE. Here's your host, Lisa Kay. We're back behind the studio here, 1108, about 42 degrees out right now. This time, we're talking all about what's going on. Merrily Players in studio with me today. I've got a bunch of folks in studio that we're going to get to meet and very excited about 9 to 5 that's coming up. They're doing this at the venue. Uh, Susan Olson is with us. Let's talk to Susan first because Susan's the general manager of Merrily Players. Let's talk a little bit about uh, what it is that the general manager does. You manage all these people. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) general manager kind of oversees Pretty much all of it. <laughs> um, we uh, we have a really dedicated board of directors who are all volunteers um, that make it possible for me to do my job. So I don't want to I don't want to take any credit away from them. But well, I mean, well, yeah. you're going to come in and talk about um, the production of Nine to Five, which I'm so excited about. I'm a huge Dolly Parton fan, but I love 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 this movie. The cast it started out as a book, correct? Nine to Five. Um, I wasn't aware if it was a book. I have seen the movie, though. Yeah. Yes. Well, and, and, and the movie was my favorite. I've not read the book. I know it started as a book, but um, and the movie came out, what, 1980 or something like that. It was in the 80s, mm-hmm. but you have um, Lily, let me see, Lily, Lily Tomlin, Dolly Parton, uh, Dabney Coleman, and Jane Fonda. Yeah, it's really an all-star cast in the movie, so the bar was set really high for our actors. That's um, so cool. When did you decide you wanted to do 9 to 5? Uh, we, Our artistic director, Zach Boland, actually uh, oversees the, the, um, the play selection committee, mm-hmm. and uh, they selected them last summer. Oh, fun. Um, they thought it would be a really great opportunity to highlight all of our really talented female actresses, uh, since we have three main character actresses, um, it was a really great opportunity because we have so much talent in this town, and a lot of male uh, parts tend to be like the the bigger yeah they're the stars right. This, right? But this is all about the power of women. So what a great it was a really great opportunity. It's a great story. Yeah, um, and who did you bring to us? Yeah, I understand. We don't have we don't have one of the the lead females here, um, right? But we have two. Yes, I have uh, Lizzie and Megan with me. They are two of our three uh, leading females, and Tyler Christensen as uh, the big bad boss man, <laughs> Franklin Hart Jr. <laughs> Tyler, yes, you, get, you get to play such a jerk. I remember this guy in this movie. He was just such a jerk. He was like <laughs> egotistical, sexist, just. Ugh. Yeah, it's I, I'm I'm a pretty kind person, so it's it's been a nice little outlet for me to be such a rude dude. <laughs> kind of strange, a stretch, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Tyler, tell me a little bit about yourself. How long have you been acting with the Merrily Players and acting in general? Yeah, I've I've been acting ever since I was a little kid. I, I used to grow up watching uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway on, oh, on TV and love uh, that show. Yeah, and so I've been acting since then. But I've been with Merrily Players since. Uh, 2016 when we did Leading Ladies. Okay. So or, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, Guys and Dolls. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I absolutely love Merely Players. It's it's such a, a great bunch of people, and, and and they're also inviting too. We have so many people who come in for all sorts of different functions, like uh, set building and and lights and sound and behind the stage and costumes and acting. Yeah, so it's, it's not all it's, acting. I mean, there's so much more that goes into it. Then you all have since it's community theater, you all have like other jobs. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> took off some time to come here today. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> well, and, and, and everyone's volunteers, and and it's it's just it's wonderful seeing production. 
productions come together. I had the the fortune of directing a couple shows in the past, and and I've I've met some just some of my best friends. And also, you've directed too. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) See, that's the thing. You get a chance to do all of that when you do community theater. Yes. That's. uh, Did you see this role of Mr. Hart and go, "That's the one I'm going to go for"? Yeah. I I wanted to be just a big bad guy, and he has a nice uh, a strong song at one point that I, I I was just really. Uh, wanting to do um, yeah and just take it over the top <laughs> <laughs> all right well the the guy that everybody loves to hate in the movie and and the women that mm-hmm. love to hate him mm-hmm. let's let's meet uh well we've got megan and lizzie and uh, megan you play violet i do and who in the movie was violet that was lily tomlin okay she's so funny one she of my is. faves one of my faves and how long have you been acting uh, well, I moved to Mankato about six years ago, so oddly enough, I actually uh, auditioned Tyler here, uh, directed My Fair Lady, so that was my first experience with Merely oh, Players. So. so you all have been together for yes. a while as a group? Yeah, that's yes. cool. So about six years here in Mankato, um, and so I love 9 to 5. I just love it. So when they announced that they were doing it, I thought, oh, I have to audition for this show. I just love this. Did you care which one of the lead females that you were going to go after? I really wanted Violet, so I'm fortunate that I was able to be cast in that role. I did this show about, gosh, eight years ago, and I actually played Judy in that production, so I wanted to do something different, and Violet is just such a powerhouse woman, and I love everything about her. So I think once these three ladies get together, it's going to be, it's going to be hysterical. And and Lizzie, uh, you're playing Judy, which yes. is Jane Fonda's character. Right, yeah. She goes through quite a transformation throughout the course of the show. She starts off being separated from her husband, who's aptly named Dick. Um, and she, <laughs> through kind of meeting these women and getting to know everyone in the office, she finds this newfound strength. And um, I think Violet is a really big source of inspiration for her throughout the show. And Megan does a wonderful job with her role. That's so much fun. How long does it take to practice for something like this when we're getting ready to see the show that opens on March 7th? Well, we've been start- we've been rehearsing since the beginning of January, and it's Monday through Thursday from 6 to 9 give or take a little bit. That said, the um, the auditions happened before, uh, uh, like at the beginning of December, um, and even then our, uh, our crew working behind the scenes had been working on it about a month or two before that. Uh, just the planning and prepping. Oh, sure. Um, especially with a dinner show where you're having to transport all of your set and um, props and costumes and stuff from one place to the next. Right. So, instruments so many and parts. band and yeah. Yeah. Oh, lots there's of a lot of that coming too. Oh yeah. There's a live band that's going to be playing with us and mm-hmm. it's going to be a My great time. goodness. I do want to talk about the, the venue, the venue and the dinner show portion of things, but we should mention that uh, Dora Lee is not here with us today. <laughs> we have another fabulous female actress. Yes, uh, Miss uh, Miss Murphy Grotwald. Uh, she is also our uh, uh, board president, so she's filling a lot of different roles. Um, and she is currently at her uh, day job. She works in optometry, so um, probably seeing a patient. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so great. How big is the cast total? I mean, we know we have the four kind of main characters, but do you have other people that we'll see? About yes. twenty people yes i believe 23 was the official count um the last time but again moving pieces uh and actors are 23 total actors that you will physically see um and then we are uh uh there's going to be a lot of like backstage hands moving all of 
there's a lot of scenes in this show that take place in a lot of different spots, so there's always stuff moving. Does anybody want to give kind of a synopsis if somebody is out there listening and living under a rock and has never seen 9 to 5? I I can't imagine. I can't imagine. But uh, of the storyline in and of itself? Yeah, I I can tell you a little bit, and I'll let you know a little bit more about my character, too. So um, Violet is, you know, the strong and independent woman which is wonderful. Some of that is forced on her because she's a widow. And so she's a single mom of a teen. And so she's got a lot on her plate and she's handling it all. She's been working at this company for 15 years. And the thing that she wants most is this promotion. She just wants it so bad. And um, she keeps getting passed over because she's a woman. And her boss tells her, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's the old boys club, right? You know, they would rather deal with a man Mm. in this position. So Mm -hmm. she keeps getting passed over and she's just fed up. And uh, Judy, uh, it's her first day. She arrives. She's never worked probably a day in her life. (laughs) And so this is all new to her. And Doralee has her own uh, set of problems. She's dealing with this sexist, lecherous man. (laughs) And so they all have these unique problems and they're just fed up. And so through a series of uh, unfortunate misunderstandings, uh, chaos ensues. And so (laughs) they have to deal with getting out of this mess. And I don't know, I mean, most people have probably seen the movie. I don't want to give it away, but um, it's pretty funny. They have to get... They have to get out of this mess. And it, it, it is a true comedy. Uh, so if you want to come for a laugh, you'll just have a good time. Yeah. In mm-hmm. essence, I feel like anybody who's worked a regular nine to five job has at some point imagined what they do, would do if they wanted to, like, show the boss what uh, what. Oh, it's kind of—it's kind of like you know—they take the boss and they're like, "We're gonna just tie you up over there, and we're gonna run this company the way it's supposed to," and it ends up going really well. So it was also a story about like empowerment and friendship. I think absolutely, mm-hmm. they are—you know—they are overcoming these institutional obstacles, right? So it's not easy. Uh, and these three women are the most unlikely friends. They would never be friends in real life, but you know, they bond over this common enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's tr- great. They truly come together to really change what there's a song called Change It, where they change the entire office for the better and really make things work in a better way for them. You got to come and see the show, which is mm-hmm. coming up at the venue March uh, 7th through the 10th and then 14th through the 17th. Mm-hmm. So this is a new venue for you uh, as the Merrily Players moving into um, dinner theater here. Yeah, I know that you've been you've been around town for a long time and in different mm-hmm. locations, but the mm-hmm. partnership with the venues new. Tell me about that. Yeah, we just celebrated forty years, so um, this is our forty first season. Uh, the relationship with the venue is very very exciting. Uh, through a series of just like very random conversations, I heard that there was going to be a new space opening up, mm-hmm. um, and this was before the construction was done, before there was a website up. Um, I had heard through the grapevine that there was going to be this space, so I reached out to Susu Sadaka, who is the person who oversees the venue space, and um, immediately she was like, oh yeah, Merely Players, I know you guys, I've seen your shows, I love, of course, I would love to work with you, and uh, she's been so incredible to work with, just very exciting, uh, very excited, and just very much like, yeah, what can we do, what can we, how can we incorporate the food, or incorporate uh, the drinks, uh, into the thing to make it a whole experience. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not 
just going there to eat some food and then see a show. Like the whole thing, you start off with um, if you purchase the the dinner and the show, you get a southern comfort meal of fried chicken and garlic mashed potatoes, um, honey jalapeno cornbread. I don't even like cornbread, and that sounds delicious. Oh, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so. So there's different ways you can get tickets. I mean, you can get the dinner theater package or mm-hmm. just come for the show if you want to. Yep. Uh, we've got two different options. Uh, Merely Players being a community theater, it's very, very important to us that we um, are accessible to as many people as possible. So that was one of in our first meetings was we want to make sure that that people have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So if you can't afford a dinner uh, ticket, uh, which is $50, um, then you can come and see the show for thirty dollars, mm-hmm. and still get a wonderful experience. Still get the fun themed theme drinks that will be available at intermission. Um, so, we want to find out a little bit more about how this gets put together, where we can get our tickets. Coming up in just a bit, Merrily Players in studio with me on Talk of the Town today. It's Lisa Kay on your midday. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Talk of the Town. Here's Lisa Kay on KTOE. You're back in the studio. Merely Platers joining us today. We've got a performance at the venue coming up of 9 to 5 that is happening on March 7th through the 10th and then the 14th through the 17th. Are all of those uh, dates that you have, Susan, are they all dinner theater or just uh, regular ticket options? Yep. All of them do have that option. Um, our uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday shows are more in the evening and our Sunday shows actually work out nicely to be a later lunch into the oh, evening for the show, so then you're back home in time to like put the kids to bed and right. Don't have to cook. I yeah. like that option. Well, uh, nine to five. If people are coming to see it, um, is it age appropriate for families, or what would you think? I mean, actors, actresses, probably not. I would say um, more of a teenage to adult okay. audience would be recommended. PG thirteen, I believe, mm-hmm. is yep. the official rating. If you look at, at MTI. There's some language and some suggestive um, material. Stuff. She looks at Mr. Hart, some suggestive yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm the culprit. <laughs> That's right. What's the favorite part uh, for you about playing this particular character? I mean, I, I think, as I said earlier, just, just having an output to be a, a real jerk and, and, and be mean to people is... And then have people of, know you're not really like that. Yes, yeah, so I'm in fact just a normal teddy bear of a person. I so. can concur. <laughs> can we talk a little bit about uh, what you do when you're not acting? Because this is community theater, and I, I think people really need to understand that um, they're welcome to audition. They're welcome to come and help. Absolutely. Yeah, so what do you do when you're not acting? Uh, yeah, I, I work in cybersecurity for the state of Minnesota. So. Okay. This is completely different. Yeah, than entirely <laughs> different. I was a developer before that. That's one, of the really, and, yeah. that's one of the really exciting parts about community theater is people from all walks of life. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then, uh, Lizzie, what do you do? I am an early childhood educator as well as a photographer, so I wear many hats. Nice. And how about you, Megan? I'm a legal assistant. I work at Bleth and Barron's, uh, luckily for some very good bosses. I they like I gave like you some job. time off to come and, and check it out. Yes. Yeah, I'm here, here on the radio. And then, um, is the uh, Susan, is the general manager position a full-time position for you? or is... um, It is a part-time position that I work full-time. <laughs> <laughs> but I often say that if it's like a labor of love, you're never working. Absolutely. Right? And Merely Players is a labor of love for me. Yeah. 100%. How many people do you have that um, support? You said there's a board, and then do you have... Uh, we have a board of directors, which I believe consists of 12 individuals right okay. now. We're full. Um, 
And then our artistic director, Zach Boland, is also wearing the hat of our technical director uh, position for this show. He is also building the set for this show. Oh, my gosh. Um, so he is wearing many, many, many hats right now. Um, and then myself are the two um, actual employees. Everybody else on, on deck uh, works as a volunteer. Um, we do we do stipends for some of the positions, but it's all... It's all volunteer. It's labor of love, it's right? It's a labor of love. Come and yes. see. Come and see. And you can't really do this without some sponsors. So we probably should mention that we do have, um, in addition to Susu and the folks at the venue, uh, taking care of some of the things for you and providing oh. that space. You've got to have some oh, yeah. corporate a, sponsors. A project this large required a lot of work with different businesses. Uh, we were really fortunate in that the venue and the Crooked Pint and the, um, and the pond itself all were so excited about this project yeah. that they that they hopped right on board. The Crooked Pint is helping uh, pr- with the providing of the delicious food. Um, the pond is going to be displaying our advertising on their big screen while hockey games are happening. Um, Downs Food Group is our spotlight sponsor for the year, so they have helped support our entire season worth of productions. Um, they've done that for the last couple of years. We are eternally grateful to them. Um, and then Jones Metal, which is a woman-run company, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is spotlight sponsoring our show. Uh, so they were really excited to to get to be in on the ground floor of something that spread such a good message about the power of women. So You know, it's awesome that when you mentioned sponsors, uh, I always take note of, uh, these are sponsors that you're going to find sponsoring so many community things. And mm-hmm. the Crooked Pint and Pond and Venue, since that has opened, mm-hmm. they've been so welcoming to the community, just yes. bringing people in for different events and things like that. And the companies that you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, all oh. over the place. You see their names all over the place sponsoring yes. and, community. And just in the short time that the venue has been open, we've also hosted like our Murder Mystery events with uh, uh, with like the uh, Greater Mankato Growth Company they mm-hmm. ho- they hosted it there um, we have table sponsors that are helping to fund the show by purchasing a, a special table where they get a little extra special sure. treatment um, and so there are just so many so right. many <laughs> now if we want to get tickets to go see uh, merely players nine to five um, opening weekend the seventh through the tenth or the fourteenth through the seventeenth of March where do we go what's the best place to follow you um, best place to get your tickets is go to merelyplayers.com you can also follow us on Facebook because we have our events all posted there then you can click to follow it and you'll get a little reminder if you haven't purchased your tickets already mm-hmm. you can also contact our box office um, three eight eight five four eight three we're going to have all that information online and in the show notes when i get off the air here all right so we've got lizzie and megan and tyler and susan from merrily players thank you so much for coming in taking some time to spend with our listeners today and uh, i think it's appropriate break a leg right yes thank you thank you so much for having us